It's been a long time since we did an after dark, hasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to APDCAD, Autobot Decepticast After Dark. This is your host, Ryan Sexy Jet, and I'm breaking down all the moves, and here we go with the sexy. Oh no, they're coming! Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. And this is episode 60, which means we're going to be covering the 5901 to 60-minute mark of the movie. Uh, this is your host speaking. My name is Aaron. And joining me, as always, are the up, up, down, down, and <laughs> left, right, left, right, to my BA start. Gentlemen... Introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Konami Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Contra Caleb. <laughs> that works See, better Konami with your Caleb name. Caleb would have been better. You could have been like Rygar. Does that code work on Rygar? I don't know. Oh, I get it. I see. It only can be... It's the Konami code. It's Konami. in the you name. Can, you can only have a name that's tied to the Konami code. Let's talk about it. Gradius? Was that one that used it? I believe uh, it is, yeah. You get all weapons, I think. So the, so the Konami com- company put that code into a lot of their games, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Their, so Contra being the big one. That was the big one. Gradius Life Force. Which, yeah. Was a sequel to Gradius. That's all I know. You were little ships inside of a... Um, and I it is it uh, a lot more. F- uh, featured in the movie Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, is it really? Yeah, whenever King Candy accesses like the matrix of the pro- of the code, uh, he use he has to enter that on a on a NES controller. If be, I'm not mistaken, other games that start with uh, R for you. You could, you could be Road Fighter Ryan. Yeah. You could be Russian Rush in Russian attack. attack. Yes. I have I have that game. I love that game. I think that game used the Konami code. Does it? Yeah. Huh? There we it's go. A Konami game. We did it. And if it does, I've never used it on Russian Attack because I, I that's <clears throat> not the easiest game. Gradius series, the Contra series, apparently some of the Castlevania series can huh. use it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, Dance Dance Revolution, the Metal Gear series. Metal Gear. And that code would commonly give you a similar thing or it no, vary from it would game be to game. Sometimes, yeah. Obviously the most famous being in Contra where you get 30 men. Yeah. Right. Well, and that brings me to a question I was going to ask. Do you guys remember the show Captain N, the Game Master? Absolutely. No. Caleb, by then, was hanging Finger out in pods. <laughs> nope. was not doing that. Touch, <laughs> touching ovaries. <laughs> oh, good. How long are his fingers? <laughs> I mean, look at him. They call him, they call him fingers. <laughs> you know, they call him fingers, but I never see him fing. <laughs> So, Captain and the Game Master, or Caleb, was a game in which I can't, I'm trying to remember the main a show, character. A cartoon Captain, show. It was a cartoon on Saturday mornings. Uh-huh. Uh, the main character was, I think, in the real world. And yeah, sucked he was sucked into the, into the TV. World. Like, like, that is a real common thing in the 80s and 90s, right, being sucked right. into another world. Kid Video. Whoa! Kid Video, a cartoon no one remembers that I loved. <laughs> I never, I remember 
not watching it. It was like a. It came on around like eleven o'clock. It was like the watching it. <laughs> yeah. I whenever no. the intro would come on and the kid would get sucked into the television, I would turn off That's and go do other stuff. Yeah. I love that show. That um, is my ringtone. Is the kid video theme song. Oh, we'll have to play that for the people. I will put what? it in right now. Real cool. For Saturday morning cartoons, I always like I had the TV guide, and I would kind of oh my god, <laughs> I would map out what I was going to watch like, sure. during this block. Absolutely, like you know, because you had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd run it from you know. I it guess, wasn't like today's on-demand programming. That's right. You had to pick a channel. You had to pick a channel. When I was and I when I was real little, what was I, your what was your lineup, Caleb? Your personal lineup. Um, I know that some of the Going ones channel hopping. Yeah. Um. If I got up early enough, which wasn't always, but I would get up. Sometimes I'd get up early before the cartoons would even get going, and they had something on uh, called the Farm Report. And I oh my god! Sit, and I had to sit there and wait for the. And I, you, know. you had to, because you just want. That's the thing is, you just wanted to watch TV, so you're like, well, right. I guess I have to watch this. Yeah, there was there yeah. five stations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Farm Report. It's just bitterly watching then, Family Feud. Yeah, fam- and Farm Report would then roll into usually. Farm report. I think Smurfs. Smurfs. Was, Corn's growing real well. Smurfs. Definitely Muppet Babies. Yeah, sure. Which, which is I need they'll to make your dreams them. come true. Yeah, that, that was always a really good cartoon for me. I liked it. Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Gummy Bears was real. I mm. really liked Gummy Bears. Those are the big ones I can think of as far as Saturday morning cartoon. Right. You know, Transformers and, and Ninja Joe Turtles. And, that was all afternoon was shows. All afternoon well, Transformers at first, I think, was a Saturday morning I don't show. Remember, I remember I watching it on Saturday morning. I don't, morning. I don't ever remember that. But I do think that, uh, like, and then, you know, DuckTales. Woo. The Airplane. Oh, Tailspin. Oh, Tailspin. Tailspin. Those, yeah. were after, those were definitely yeah, afternoon. That was Disney Afternoon. Yes, yes. The, so, I, my memory might be wrong about Transformers being on Saturday morning. But I remember as a little, little kid... Uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Roll Wrestling. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was like so into Pac-Man and Donkey Kong as mm-hmm. a really little kid for some reason. They had shows, but I don't remember that much about them. Uh, but then in the mid- middling years, mm-hmm. Muppet Babies for sure. Sure. Yeah. Garfield and Friends. How'd you guys feel about U.S. Acres? 
Oh, the um, I liked it fine, I but it, but it. then again, I watched like I w- at the time. You're not really watching with a um, a critical eye. You're just like, well, this is a cartoon that's this, on. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, here, well, that's this is my option. And then I, you know, by whenever Soul Train comes on, cartoons are over, right? Or American Bandstand. American Bandstand. If also, you're in yeah. the Midwest, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went Soul Train. Maybe um, you know, maybe I'm just cooler than you guys. <laughs> you probably are. Uh, so, but yeah, the the most of those shows are the same. But I Captain N was definitely one I watched. Oh, I love that it show. It was one that I was totally into, and I read up a little bit about it. And it was created by a Nintendo staff member and magazine editor named Randy Stuttered. He created and developed the concept. Nintendo later took the ideas and developed the cartoon series, neither crediting or compensating its creator. Not cool, Nintendo. But uh, essentially, Caleb, a kid gets sucked into a television, a video game universe, and Mm -hmm. there's the end team and the villain team, Mm -hmm. and Kevin is the kid's name, and Princess Lana, who wasn't really a character. She was just made up. But they all hung out with, like, Simon Belmont and Kid Who Icarus. is a fucking buffoon. Yeah, he's, like, very conceited. He's very vain. Yeah. yeah and, I've never even heard And of he this. had, like, yeah, the, the guy, the main guy had an NES for a belt buckle. And, yeah. like, it had special powers and he had a zapper. He could pause or jump really high yep. or uh, kind of... And Kid Icarus was on the team and then all Mega the... Mega Man was on the yep. team. Uh, and then... And la- Game Boy later. That's right. And, <laughs> Sorry. And, and here's, the, here's the tie-in. Game Boy was voiced by none other than... Frank Welker. Okay, Woo, that's we right. Back. No, um, I love back. that show. Yeah, and then the bad guys were uh, Mother Brain was the leader, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, then the, there was an eggplant, mm-hmm. uh, eggplant wizard. Yeah, I can't remember anybody else. Oh, King Hippo. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Mother Brain talked. Mother Brain was amazing because she talked like this. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I mean, it's racist for Ryan to do that voice, but... It's not! Uh, it's an impression. Tom, it's like, Thomas! <laughs> and, damn it, I am not going to do that voice, everybody. <laughs> this is Aaron speaking. Also, you're leaving out Dr. Wiley was also Doc- one of Oh, the I main, forgot about that, yeah. Of the um, show. That's, it's funny, like, uh, I've been posting um, my uh, 1980s, uh, like, mural that I did. Yeah, on Twitter and yep. stuff. It's also on DeviantArt, but um, yeah, I've been posting segments of that, which I don't know how to put a twelve foot post. Like I've been playing with. Uh, I trying wish to, there was a way. To go. Yeah, like to do like a video of like scrolling across it. Or, I don't know how to do it. Or, it's twelve feet long, but like it's only it's only eight and a half inches tall. So I'm posting like the bits of that, but. Captain N is on there. Muppet Babies are on there. Um, Garfield. Garfield's on there. Yeah, Smurfs. all that Smurfs. Absolutely, yeah, Smurfs everything. were in the first one, first yeah. panel. Or I just posted number two yesterday. I so. did not love the Smurfs, and I didn't really love most of the the Disney shows like Gummy Bears and. Oh, I liked Gummy Bears. I liked Gummy Bears uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Magic Muppet Potions. I think nothing. I think Muppet Babies was my favorite, just because. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean that. They they they, they did some cool stuff. There was some cool they, Star Wars episodes of that. They one. dug yeah, and they dug deep for archi- like archival material. Like they would bring yeah, in... they would use scanned images a lot. Yeah. They would use like textures and and things like that. That you know they had the animated world, but they would also have you know like an actual scanned painting of like the Mona Lisa or something, mm-hmm. and then somehow interact with it and go into a new world. Yeah. Like they weren't afraid to bring non hand drawn animated elements. Yeah, into it. I, I think someone had to be really busy like. Digging up that stuff. At, I guess the, obviously the studio that owned that had could get access to Star Wars and and other aspects. I would I'm sure license, anything can think, be licensed out to a degree. Yeah, they must have had. I'm sure a decent, Henson and uh, George pull. Lucas were contemporaries. That's a good point. That's a good point. Henson had Henson had some pull. <laughs> <laughs> he he wouldn't know punk ass. No. So. Uh, 
before we get into it, favorite eight bit or sixteen bit games? Holy era? shit! Your well, top I mean, top one. I mean, Castlevania uh, is uh, way uh, up there. You guys obviously know my favorite Nintendo game. F Zero. That, that's, that's Super, Super NES. Oh, okay. Super NES. Favorite Nintendo game? Brian made a shirt about it. Oh, uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, yeah. Romance I'll put up a picture of the shirt I made for you. Yeah, and it's, it is. It's all math. It's <laughs> that game. It's my favorite. For some reason, I love that game. I remember when we played that, the one time we played that recently, well, it was probably a year now. and a half ago. But Yeah, I do own it on NES. Um, but Aaron and you, Aaron and Caleb were playing it, and Caleb got so mad because Aaron was a little drunk and like telling him how to play. And he's like, I know how to play this game. Yeah. It's like giving me advice. I'm like, you got to feed rice to your people or your troops are going to die. There's a monsoon coming, man. Yeah, something really happened. It, there, I was yeah. like, I'm done playing this tonight. <laughs> well, I also kept falling asleep while playing it. So, so when it was my turn, I think I would just hit the B button or what? Until my turn was over, I just I quit caring because yeah. I was so sleepy. It's a very boring game. It's I not. Love it. It's not boring. It's fun. What about yours, Aaron? Oh gosh, um, uh, I posed the question. I should have thought. Yeah, about I mean, it. I would say for me, Castlevania has a high replayability. It's really hard. I have been going through and trying to beat. Um, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, and it is so fucking hard. I cannot. That's the one game I have not. I've never beat, and it is so hard. And I, I keep. It's, you still haven't beat it. No. Okay. And I'm trying because I've do been it. with you on nights where you're. We're playing on later levels of the game. Like I'm trying also to do it without save states, which is means you just have to keep playing and playing and playing because you know be, to beat the game as it was originally programmed, and it's like you ugh. have to beat it twice. You do have to beat it twice, but also you there are no there's no save code. You just have to keep playing because you have infinite continues. Gotcha, but gotcha. unless you're playing on an emulator, which I have the Retron Five, you can do save states, and I don't. I, I try not to do that, but I'm like, man, I'm an adult. I have a I have to do other things. <laughs> like right. I need to save it. Right, right. Um, I would say I loved. I played Mario Three probably more than about any Great other game. game. I was like, a good game. Always jamming on that and trying to discover the secret. I was addicted on Nintendo to Ninja Gaiden. Oh like, God! I, would, yeah. I was, I just, I, I was like, this, I've got to be able to beat this game. I, yeah, I never beat it. No, me but neither. It's so I hard. Loved it, though. Really, really, really hard. It was really unique for its time, like being able to stick on walls and yeah. And the animation was really, and it was the animation, the cutscenes. Really cool. yeah, 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 yeah. The one other one that sticks out is uh, Ninja Turtles to the arcade game. Oh, that's so yeah, great! It's so fun. It's just one of the most fun games. Fun, of fun, Which fun. also is very like that's one of the games where you can beat it like yeah. every time, and it's fun right. to just go run through. If you want to spend half an hour playing a game to beat. That's a good one. I've thought about trying to buy those cabinets, those emulator cabinets that house like thousands and thousands of old arcade games mm-hmm. just to have in the basement, and like yeah. that would be pretty fun. Actually, there's a like, play, should, play original. You should arcade definitely concert. get one of those. <laughs> there's chip in absolutely. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there's a sixty in one cabinet at work, mm-hmm. and um, nice. it, it has Juno First on it, which is a game I'd never heard of before, and I started playing, and it's like it's an early like three D model, like. It's it's a space shooter, but it's not like it's very unique. I, I I'm surprised it's not more popular than it than um than it is. Oh, is it it's Konami? A Konami? It's a Konami game, and like yeah yeah you have oh, a radar cool. screen at the top that tells you when the enemies are coming down. So that's a radar Actually, screen. To yeah, tell you, it, oh. it tells you where they're coming down. Interesting. So yeah, you are almost playing on a vectorized plane. Mm-hmm. But it's still a bit mappy game. Yeah, it's not a vector game, but it, it emulates that kind of style. 
it's, and it's the enemies, very satisfying sound effects. Oh yeah, and the enemies evolve. Like the longer they they exist, the the harder they get into harder and harder stages of themselves. Anyway, we should go back to. 84, 1984? Yeah. 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 There's an arcade in town. They've called, expanded quite a bit. Called 1984 that has um, 80, mostly 80s and 90s cabinets. And yeah, it is great. Like, I, uh, we went there on a, on a work, uh, like, excursion kind of thing recently. And um, I got kind of, like, into playing Tempest, which is mm. a very satisfying vector game. I don't know. Is that the one with the with the skull face guy that appears out of No, nowhere? that is, um, ooh, I can't remember the name. You're, talk, you're thinking of the one where it's like... Like, run, t- coward. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Shatterstar. Er, oh, no, okay. no, Shatterstar is the... Sinistar. So that's what Sinistar. it is. I hate that game. Oh, no, it's the one where you're... It's a, it's a like you have a, a dial, and you roll around a down-facing tunnel where enemies come oh, up, yeah, and you I shoot them. Oh, yeah, I talking about. Well, the last time I was there, I ended up playing Rampage the whole time I was there, and that game is In so theaters now. boring, but... Also satisfy. I don't like. I guess it satisfies an ADD sort of. I'm like just kill every or destroy or clear out the board kind of thing because it's not really exciting. No, uh, at all. But I could. It's the same thing over and over and over. And yeah, yeah, we've talked about this before. And I don't think I can. I don't know why. I I don't find Rampage. I don't even think I have it for the NES, which is why I probably should get it just to be a completionist. Well, and it was one of those early video games where. Naked chicks. Oh, in the bathtub. How many times? If you were Lizzie, you turn into a naked lady when you die. How many times have I spilled my seed to Rampage? (laughs) Just getting to that. Because you have to stay hard while you're playing. I know. And then you see that digitized woman, you're like, titties. (laughs) Even though she's covering them. (laughs) Yeah, like a real real tease. (laughs) So, uh, guys, (laughs) let's recap the last episode. Oh, are we still on a podcast? (laughs) Last episode, Cup and Hot Rod walked the proverbial plank to the Sharktacon tank, but not to pitch their innovative new (laughs) crotch-based storage system, rather to die. (laughs) And, uh, however, there's a plan up their sleeves, gentlemen, and they are going to avoid draining themselves of photon charges and instead are commencing a, quote, demolition derby, which, uh, you know, very interesting. I don't know what that means, but maybe we'll find out more as this minute kicks off. Mm -hmm, So uh, at the 5901 second mark, you'll recall that Cup and Hot Rod have dropped to the bottom of the tank and uh, there's dozens of Sharktacons, a school, you might say, Mm -hmm. diving after them. And uh, in a very interesting tactic, they begin driving fast, circling the tank, mm-hmm. disrupting the waters into a whirlpool type Yeah, effect. it's very cool where they start driving on the walls and making it basically into a water Whoa. vortex. And by they, at this point, it looks like it's only Hot Rod no, doing Cup, it. Didn't Cup go by? Cup went with him, but I don't see Cup go by in the animated sequence here. Let's watch again. Oh, he comes right behind him. Yeah. Does he? Oh, He's okay. right behind him. All right, He's all right, right behind right, Hot my Rod. My bad, my bad, my bad. So they create this whirlpool effect. They allow the centrifugal force of this whirlpool to ultimately fling them from the tank mm-hmm. uh, onto a platform on the edge of the tank. Yeah, that's at like the fifty-nine thirteen uh, minute mark, and it's uh, the way they. Uh, I kept going back and forth because uh, even as a kid, the way they eject from it was annoying to me. It just looked like they came out opposite, which it works. And I went back and forth looking at it, and no, they do come out the right way. <laughs> But it, it just, it, the, the animation... It's not at an angle that is... It's a weird angle. Yeah, it's a weird angle they come out at. 
Yes. I mean, I do like the creativity of the scene. I think it's interesting. It's like it's it's a neat thing that they did. Uh, but it just, I mean, it could have been executed a little better. But I like it. I like These guys it. are warriors. They can improvise uh, ways to you know shake things up, get the battle going. So Hot Rod uh, is at the edge of the tank here, mm-hmm. and he gets into position. And there's a handful of Sharktacons that climb up the ledge here. And Hot Rod just drives and uh, plows right into them. Mm -hmm. And that gets into what I feel like is a weird error here. Yeah, I thought you were probably going to focus on this. Um, (laughs) 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 Which, no, I thought it too. Like meaningless meaningless, uh, animation errors. Can I guess it? Is is it an animation? It's an animation error. I'd say it's more continuity. All right. So there's all of a sudden there's not a tank there anymore. (laughs) Right. He's driving at a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Instead. Because I thought the same thing, and I kind of gave it a pass because I'm like, well, maybe he turned a little bit and just drove a rat like through them that way. Or maybe we're to assume that's a hit on a different grouping of Sharkakai. He popped those guys, and it's like on to the next one. They just kind of moved on to the But you're right, it's distracting. It distracted me. Even as a kid, that distracted me. I was like, well, shouldn't he have just driven into the tank? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So Hot Rod continues to blast into some uh, some Sharktacons here, and Cup joins in on the action. And this is like, yeah, they they this is the part where like also the the song starts going. I want it so bad, I can't taste it. Which I really like that part where uh, it it kicks into that. And then um, one of my favorite parts in this minute, where it's just about to get to, it's like um, uh, where they they transform and flip around. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, do you ever wish uh, for even a second? that they'd used bowling alley sounds during this scene. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do not. I do. <laughs> Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> Hot Rod, uh, eventually we get into a position where he drives straight at the camera and they knock another dozen or so sharkies. By the way, I'm calling Sharkticon sharkies for the duration of this. Don't like that. Nope. So uh, Cup finishes off those left standing. They regroup and flip into robot mode. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod. Ha <laughs> ha! Didn't even bend a fender. Yeah. So we finally see some of the benefits of transforming <laughs> in this scene, by the way. We get some car action. Um, there aren't really, I can't think, are there any other vehicular action parts of the movie? I guess you could call him crunching the head of a kickback vehicular sure. action. But... Uh... Doesn't doesn't he transform later on in the movie and drive out of Unicron's eye? Yeah, eye? that was the other one I was thinking of. They I do. So. I have a lot to say about that when we get there. By the way, but yeah, um, that would be considered. I, I mean, they get to look out mountain fast. Yeah, it just feels like Transformer doesn't have much to do with anything in this movie. It's just it's just <laughs> a, some might call it a gimmick, like to sell toys. <laughs> so sell awesome wait, toys. You're, you're saying that transforming in this movie doesn't have much to do with it. Yeah, it really doesn't. Well, did it in the show though? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> We're having like an existential. This is an existential crisis <laughs> yeah. about transform transformers. Oh god! Oh my god! Like, what, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like, why are we even alive? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'll note that since I've been kind of following on it, that uh, Hot Rod's transformation sequences have been getting less and less impressive. <laughs> and, and, and this one, this one isn't really doesn't seem really remarkable either other than the flip thing that he does I do love the flip they both uh, do the flip but, but he's also kind of obscured by the sharkies sure. so it's kind oh. of hard to tell oh exactly God. what's going on there um, so cup smiles 
But then he realizes they're not out of trouble yet. Not by any means. And he points to a marching sharky. And, uh, <laughs> it's distracting. He's going to try to get that in as much as possible. <laughs> I don't understand this hill. And he says, uh, this is after Hot Rod says, yeah, didn't even bend a fender. And Cup says, yeah, but there's a lot more of those can-digging, grill-cracking things. Which, in a... What's, uh, what's he say? Can, uh, what is it, Aaron? Can-digging, grill-cracking. I don't understand can Can-digging. Can digging. Maybe that's a, a robot filth Fucking term. a can. Like, <laughs> can digging. Like, and here we are at 5939, Don't where uh, this is almost like an uh, uh, emulation of Cup pointing at Hot Rod to get back to the city, you right. know? Right, yeah. He loves to point at the camera. Yeah, yeah, which is also what I did on our poster. <laughs> I emulated <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, uh, that pose. Iconic Cup motion. So, uh, <laughs> in what's actually a cool sequence of events, a Sharktacon approaches the camera mm-hmm. and jumps at Cup. Uh, they wrestle a bit, and Hot Rod shoots it in the face with his exhaust <laughs> arm blaster. Whoa. Cup lifts it. I'm sorry. We just paused it at 5944. Look at Cup's face. Ah! <laughs> it's quite ah! insane. <laughs> he's scre- he looks like the, that painting, The Scream. Yeah, he's got quite a yell face going on there. So Cup That's Cup's O face. <laughs> he lifts the Sharticon over his head and mm-hmm. tears off its fucking tail. It's pretty awesome. And then just throws the Sharticon to the side. I had never noticed before this that Hot Rod actually shot the Sharky. Yep. And when its face turns towards the camera, you can see the blaster scar. Let me see if I can do it. Oh. So you can kind of see yeah, it a little. That's right there. A little smudgy. Yeah. Little oh, smudgy. yeah. Awesome sequence, which leads into another Sharky lunging at Cup. Grabs his arm like a vicious attack dog. Hot Rod takes another blast at that creature, which singes its side, and Cup just casually tosses that creature away. So, um, you know, great action. The drawings are a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, what do you want? They got a, got a lot of moving around to do, mm-hmm. so you can't get too detailed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, a lot of things going on with all the Shark Decons in there and everything. So, yeah, it's kind of separable. Yeah, you, you gotta take. You, Something's gotta, you know. Be Something's gotta give. Yeah. So a horde of sharkies approach. Hot Rod muses, "We can't hold out forever, but we can give them one humongous repair bill." And so he shoots at some sharkies while Cup runs at the screen, whirling the tail like a mace. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do love that sequence. Yeah, the, that's yeah. a. I think that awesome. sequence is animated pretty, pretty incredibly there. And uh, we see Cup charge right into a group of Sharticons. He smashes one. Not, uh, charge into a group of what? Oh, well, I, I actually wrote Sharkies here. There you go. <laughs> I wrote it! <sighs> Sorry. We see Cup charge right into a group of Sharkies. He go. smashes one right down to the ground. A second jumps at him. He takes the tail mace right to the side of the face, forcing its eye sockets out of its head. And at that point, we transition to Hot Rod, who steps back, rears back, and punches a Sharky square mm-hmm. in the mouth. The sharky drops. And, and that's where the minute ends, yeah. Right. Which is unfortunate because I love that's like that it's a it's a weird cut because I guess we're gonna have to get into the next minute, but that's my <laughs> I like that's my favorite part of this of this is where like where where Hot Rod punches the shark con in the face. It is yeah. a really cool part. And like just the it, it, I think the animation starts to get better, if nothing else, for all the debris and smashing mm-hmm. and carnage that they put up on the screen. Yep. One, two, three, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Have we talked about Sharktacons in any uh, other iteration of this show? Uh, Almost everyone. 
But I mean, like, historical type stuff? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I don't have anything. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> then why did you bring it up? I think we were... I think, I think I, it looks... A... My notes indicate that I started to go down a path of Sharktacon research, but I did not complete Great. it. Great. I think we had a discussion about them com- as compared to the Alicons. I think we talked yeah. more about the Alicons at one point. Uh, yeah, the Alicons, which can speak. The Sharktacons, to all uh, available information, cannot talk and are very mm-hmm. much simpler... Are the shark shark guns? Do they transform, or they just look like that? They transform. Yeah, we'll see that. They become big fat guys. So well, then I guess with I mean, does transforming even matter? I don't know. It doesn't. (laughs) Apparently not. Good lord. Well, why don't we get into the rip deviations? In my version of the story, I don't think the Sharktacon was ever meant, the, like the Sharktacon pit was ever meant to have liquid water in it, mm. uh, or liquid energon or whatever. Right. Um, when Cup and Hot Rod drop from the plank, it seems they land on dry land, weapons drawn, and then they decide to do the demolition derby thing, but they just transform and immediately start slamming into Sharktacon. <laughs> sure. So there's no whirlpool escape scene. There is mention of a wave of larger, more powerful Sharktacons appearing after they've done some smashing uh, that eventually appear and overrun and overpower mm. them. Oh, they get overpowered. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, it makes more sense that the Sharktacons would have some water to swim around in. Yeah. Whereas I call, also, their name I, is Sharktacons. I, I, I still think they should have been called Piranacons. Yeah, it could have worked. I like it better. So like Let's piranhas. write to Ron Freeman. They look more like Ron. And be like, you're dumb. You're dumb. Here's my, here's my critiques on your script that we're talking about on a podcast. For fucking, like, 90 hours. Yeah. It sounded so resigned right there. We're on the home stretch, fellas. <laughs> Both of you. We're just going to close this one out. Uh, Guys, we just hit the one hour mark. Yep. Right here at the end of this episode. Congratulations. Uh, so Ryan, what do you got going on? Okay, well, um, basically, if you remember on the last episode, um, we were, uh, Hot Rod and Cup, uh, had the stun sticks, because it's more of a gladiatorial situation, and Hot Rod had launched himself up to the lead Quintesson and pinned him against the wall with this stun stick, and the lead Quintesson said, you cannot escape, and Hot Rod said, maybe not, but neither can you, and that's where we pick up another angle, Cup on the arena floor. He stands with the back against the tower and holds a stun stick out menacingly as a phalanx of Sharktacons confront him, and Cup says, well, lad, what now? And Hot Rod maintains a hold on the Quintesson, furrows his brow, and says, I don't know, but I'm open to any reasonable suggestion, and I'm talking anything. (laughs) Um, And then basically the Quintesson rotates its face to a smiling expression and laughs in a very ugly manner. And that is, that's it. (laughs) That's all there is for this one. What a tease. There's a fair amount in the next one. Yeah, but like, again, I've been trying to keep it with the the action we see in the movie. So that's fair enough. Well, uh, you know, uh, how do you guys feel about the... All right, so, okay, we can... I'm the ghost of the iconic moment! You know, I'll just go first. In in a bridge to the next... (laughs) I'll just go first! (laughs) In a bridge to the next minute, Hot Rod punching that shark to count in the face, as we know there's going to be a good uh, payoff. I've been using that word a lot lately. Like what? <laughs> that's what everything's I, paying off. That's so. what I say when I come. I'm like, pay off. That's what the, the sex worker says to you. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a sound of a of a, of a <laughs> slot machine paying out. 
Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> She's like, like, you wish, buddy. <laughs> seven. More like a two. That's her rating. Anyway. Um, I was thinking inches. Oh. This is all. I have a go. small dick. Is that <laughs> joke? Hmm. You're mean. <laughs> um, I, w- I would uh, second that. I Again, yeah, we're bridging over the next minute, but the part where Hot Rod punches the Shardcon in the face and then what we see, the aftermath of it, that's my favorite. Also, it's like it's such a cool moment. It's a cool illustration. Hot Rod's legit being a badass. I just like it. Everything about it. Also, Cup's uh, Shardcon tail. Yeah, the tail rip. Pretty, I would give that a second. Mm-hmm. Iconic status. Caleb? No, I don't have one. Okay. Right. I don't even want. I shouldn't even. I should apologize to everyone. <laughs> to everyone doing. individually. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Next time on the Autopod Decepticon, will Cup and Hot Rod be turned into a robot derve? <laughs> will Slag exhibit the relatively positive side of his personality? Mm. And will Grimlock munch metal? You'll never be so happy as to hear these three big bozos <laughs> cover Minute 61 in detail next week. Absolutely. So keep listening to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in and follow us on our social media. We're on that Twits. We're on that Faces. We're on that Insta Time. All of them oh, at APODDCast and visit our web presence. At autopoddecepticast.com. iTunes users, rate, subscribe, anything cool going it on? It really helps us. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to put up uh, the things we talked about. And I mean, Juno first, the video will go up there. But a that bunch of stuff cool. about the Konami code is going to go up there. Okay. Um, I don't know why this episode you got so cutesy with it. <laughs> like Sharkies and. <laughs> The, the, you know, we got a whole other episode of Sharkies coming oh, up. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Everybody look forward to that. Gross. <laughs> Uh, excellent. All right. Thanks, everybody. Oh, okay. Bye. 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 remember if i told you the i think i did but that i bought an atari 2600 I, do you do you already have the capability of playing atari games even before you bought the atari system Mm-mm. i mean you can play them on emulators but i never had for some reason i don't really like emulators i like to have the physical game i understand and it was um you know i mean a questionably financial decision it was only like a hundred bucks to get That's the 2600 it's the four switcher, not the heavy sixer, but the the twenty six hundred, and then I got like ten games with it, um, and then I bought like five or six other games. Which uh, oh yeah, I sent you guys pictures of playing Yars Revenge, which oh that fuck I need to come over and play some Atari. holds up. It is Yars awesome. Revenge. Like and also like playing combat. Like West and I played combat. That is, that is a fun. It game. is super fun. Like we played it for like two hours. Yeah, it is a ridiculously it's, fun. Uh, and, uh, I love the tank levels, but I think my favorite was always the three airplane against versus the one. one giant airplane level. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh, man. Like, it is fun to just... The like, Atari games are fun because if you're like, you want to kill five to ten minutes, just pop in one of those cartridges and play the game, and you're like, yeah, 
That was I, satisfying. I loved bowling on Atari. Do you have I don't think I have. No, I don't have that. <laughs> it's so it's so bare bones. <laughs> I don't think like, I've ever like, even played that. It's awesome. Like it's basically ten dots on one side of the screen, a stick man, of course, on the other side, and you throw a little square at those nice. dots. And you can, can, you know, you can position your player before you do the throw, and then after you throw, you do have some limited control over the curvature mm-hmm. of the ball. But I could play that thing forever. It was so fun. I, I do have our ET. Uh, hey, Clive, which is good. that makes you a true collector. Frustrating and terrible, but not what as was, bad as everybody says. What was that game where? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Maybe you were UFOs or something, but you're flying around. You're shooting like everything you can. But the helium balloons. I remember. This is a game that you and I would play at your mom's house when we were kids. <sighs> It was not Moon Patrol, because that's one. No, I, not Moon. That's Patrol. one I still need. No, to this get, one was but... nuts. Like it was crazy. Like there were always enemies all over the screen. Like it got hard, hard eventually. And among the things you had to shoot up were hot air balloons. I do I remember, remember was, that. Like, I don't know what game that is. Nah, oh well. Well, I'll tack this on as one of the things that you hate, and maybe one of our listeners will tell us what it, what game that is. <laughs> I don't know if I did an adequate job of describing <laughs> it's, it. Your UFOs. I don't know. There's shooting. something you're shooting, and actually, I believe it's a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it is a side-scrolling shooter. It's kind of like Moon Patrol, but just way crazier. Yeah. What you're shooting makes no sense, and there's just a lot of enemies, a lot of shootable things, hmm. and I think you're flying. I don't think you're on like a. Rover. But. There's also a weird game. I can't remember the name of it offhand, but that I got as just part of the package of buying this 2600, where you're like either it's like a I think it's called Shooting Gallery, but where you could like have 30 games where you switch it and it's basically different versions of the same game. But you're either like stationary guns or you can move the guns, but it's like you're in a shooting gallery and you're just shooting things as they come across the top, which is kind of like seems ridiculous, but is very addictive. <laughs> My video game memories with Caleb are mostly centered. I remember playing Romance of the Three Kingdoms, <laughs> and I had actually I had a history. I, before I played with you, I actually played Romance of the Three Kingdoms two, uh-huh. uh, which was a Super Nintendo game with a friend of mine, Ellery, at his house, and we lo- we would stay up all night playing that game. Sure. And so I loved playing Romance of the Three Kingdoms at your house, yep, yep. but it was more limited. I mean, obviously it's a Nintendo I didn't game. Have a lot it of was games. more limited, and it was more limited in scope than two. Like the one thing. That bugged me about one after playing two was that with Romance One, you could only have one general do something and uh-huh. then your turn was over. Right. In Romance of the Three Kingdoms Two was essentially the exact same game, slightly better graphics, but your turn was over after you've got all your generals to Cycle do something. All your generals. Yeah. Right. Did you have a twenty six hundred, Caleb? No, no, no. I, I only had um, I didn't have any I didn't have any system until I got uh, I, I got a Nintendo. N- NES, yeah. Yeah, I, and I pretty much stuck... I, I I shouldn't say pretty much. I did just stick to NES. Like, I, I did get uh, a Game Boy, uh, and then I got the Super Nintendo. And then after that, I never... I, I, I never moved on to getting, like, a PlayStation or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I simply just ha- owned the original Nintendo, Game Boy, and Super NES. And I had maybe a handful of games for each. Remember playing hella F-Zero at your place? I, I was... I, I was... I pilot F- Wings. I have F-Zero I don't and have, Pilot Wings. Played, oh, you we, didn't have Pilot Wings? I, pilot Wings is great. We played it, but I don't know if I owned it or not. 
Uh, maybe I did. I, I played F-Zero a lot. I remember you were on a Dragon Warrior 3 kick for a while. I, I played a lot of Dragon oh, yeah. I played a lot of Dragon Warrior. I beat the I, dra- I beat Dragon Warrior 2. I got Dragon Warrior 3 and there was I swear to god there's a glitch in there there was a glitch in that game where I couldn't uh I couldn't uh finish it. I mean I I mm. had done everything essentially I had finished the game. I couldn't beat it. There was some kind of weird programming mm. issue. I think played a lot of Ninja Gaiden, played a lot of Mario. Yeah. But what really uh what I was in Super Nintendo I would just play F Zero all the time, and actually, I think I I was a really good player. I would have. I'd like to know, like you could have gone to tournaments. Yeah, I really think esports. Yeah, I really think I could have. Like I'm hmm. always obsessed with 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 improving. It's just times. that game is re- like was way ahead of its time. Yeah, it was a great. It's game. pretty great. I yeah. I have it and I play it. And it's amazing. That and Pilot Wings are probably the two games I play the most on yeah. the SNES. Does your Retron play Famicom games? Yep. And yet none, oh my bad. And yet none of us have played the original Famicom Nintendo Transformers game. Yeah, I should get that. It looks real fun. <laughs> I'm surprised that um, I'm surprised that um, you don't already own like a, a the, the Transformers game. Yeah, I haven't looked up how much it is. I'm Do sure it's probably expensive. I don't even know anything about it. Oh, there's an AVGN episode about it. Yeah, it did. And it is hard and terrible. Uh-huh. This is basically the game. I do have some Famicom games. I have, like, the, the Famicom version of Icebreaker and um, a prequel to Bubble Bobble. We need to start get it for 10 bucks. We need to start the episode. We do, because Caleb has to get it. Right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And, of course, I have another tangent to take us on, so we'll okay. be fine. Well, we... This will be a show. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell good. <laughs>